It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we uh, do our best to help you connect the dots between your physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual facets. And we are very complex human beings. And I think a lot of people don't begin to understand the complexity of who we are. So the show is geared to helping educate you on each of these facets and the importance of keeping them balanced. Uh, In line with that, um, I want to remind everyone that all of my shows are archived on the SynergyConnectionRadio.com site. And when you go there, you will find a link to Boomers Forever Young. You can sign up for their free newsletter. And please go in and look at their website. It's quite an amazing website with hundreds and hundreds of testimonies, uh, wonderful videos, blogs. Uh, They have their own podcast on wellness. And uh, I've been using their products for over five years now. I will share with you that I just had my physical done. And I talk about these two tests that give you an indicator of where your health is. One is a D3, and you want that number to be above 70. And mine was at 100 this year. Last year, it was at 80. So I'm pretty sure that I'm able to fight off almost anything that's going to come down the road. Um, The other one is a C-reactive protein test. That is your level of inflammation. All disease begins with inflammation. The last two years, mine was at a 0.3. This year, it is at a 0.1. So I have virtually no inflammation, thank goodness, running around in my body. And um, the way you bring those down is you take more D3 to boost your immune system. And doctors now recognize more than ever the importance of using D3. Um, The C-reactive protein level, which you want below one, the way to bring that one down, if you find out that yours is at a three, a four or five or something, that means you've got a significant amount of inflammation and you need to get it down. So we have a product called Gladiator Barley or Heirloom Barley. It's a sprout that's from Canada. And that actually takes toxins out of the body. It rebuilds muscle. It reduces inflammation. Um, you know, it provides much more stamina for anything that you're doing. And so if any of the products that they have catch your eye and you think, wow, that person has what I have, or I need to, you know, do something to correct this inflammation issue. If you check out, you're going to see a discount code and you can just type my first name, L-U-C-Y into that. You're going to get $5 off. It's kind of like a free gallon of gas. Um, but uh, you're going to be able to at least capitalize on a little bit of a discount and they can ship those products directly to your address. Uh, We use uh, priority mail with uh, boomers and uh, I get my products that I order from them uh, in about three days, but then I live in Pinellas County. So if you're in some other state listening to this, it'll probably take maybe just a little bit longer. Um, Priority mail again is, is how they ship their products. So I have as a returning, not customer, uh, a returning guest, I'm talking about customers for boomers, but I have as a returning guest, Margaret Martin, 
And um, I think Margaret has been on maybe at least four shows with me now, two shows, three shows. Okay. Um, but um, she has over 20 years of experience in working with individuals, small business and entrepreneurs. I met her years ago at a book signing event and uh, we've kind of stayed in touch and her focus is to assist individuals and organizations to develop solutions to whatever their personal needs are. And her mission, she says, is to help people change their mindset and to transform their life. So welcome back to the show, Margaret. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lucy. I'm really thrilled to be here again. Well, we're gonna be talking about the need for kindness, K-I-N-D-N-E-S-S. And um, in today's world, boy, more than ever. I mean, I wish we had a channel that just focused on good news. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> and so I think people are becoming more and more discouraged. Um, I think they're angry. I think, you know, in many cases, um, they just don't know an answer to the situations that we have been in for the last two and a half years. You know, part of it certainly was exacerbated by having COVID and the pandemic and all the regulations and closing businesses and people losing their jobs, losing their homes, uh, you know, losing so much, you know, people's lives, you know, were altered in terms of death. You know, they had family members die of COVID. And, you know, I go back to health and wellness. If you don't know those markers, if you don't know your C-reactive protein, if you don't know your D3, then you get hit from nowhere you know, with these um, health conditions, because you're not healthy, but you don't know it. And so many people don't go for annual physicals. So they wait until they have a problem. And then they go. And of course, then it's too late, because then you're trying to rectify the situation, rather than prevent it to begin with. And exercise is not just the only answer. And healthy eating is not the only answer. There's so many facets to maintaining our health and understanding, you know, what keeps us healthy. But when you're so discouraged, then being kind to somebody is probably nothing that's high on your list of items to do, right? <laughs> yeah, probably so. But I think the, um, it's, it's I, I made a statement one time to, to someone and I've forgotten, who, this was years ago, we were talking about somebody and, or, some difficult people. And I said, well, you know, if we may not, may not love them or really like them, but we can be kind to them. Mm -hmm. And the guy responded, I don't know for some people, I don't know if I can. And I said, well, give it a stretch. And I think that it, that's one of the things that I really focus on. And especially in my social media, for the most part, it is it's about lifting people up. It's about good, you know, thinking, not just thinking positive. It's thinking about, you know, the goodness we have. Yeah, there's a lot. You can find terrible stuff everywhere. And you've heard the stories about, well, you know, people drive into a new town and everybody's grumpy there. Well, that's because they're grumpy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you, you get a lot of what you put out as the law of attraction tells us. And, and especially in today's world, I think that just those small bits of kindness 
can certainly be helpful. Matter of fact, you know, some research has been done about kindness. I'm going to read for just a second so that I don't mess this up. It says, an act of kindness is a single gesture that provides a triple reward. Scientists have proven that when we perform an act of kindness, spontaneous or planned, random or targeted, our brain releases several chemicals, including serotonin, endorphins, and oxytocin, tocin, oxytocin, that's right. Um, these chemicals give us an instant rush of good feelings. And what's even more interesting is that those same feel-good chemicals are simultaneously released in the brain of the recipient of a kind act, as well as the brain of anyone who observes the kind act. Mm -hmm. So kindness is a win-win-win situation. And um, so I think that we we take so much for granted, I think, and the fact that there's so many ways in which we can be kind. Why don't you um, indicate a few? I mean, I'm thinking even when we don't know somebody and we're in the grocery store, just smiling at somebody is an act of kindness. Exactly. And actually, I made a list of some of them. So I'd make sure I brought them up. And the number one was smile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number one on my list. I was and- at a doctor's office just to uh, share this for a second. I was at a doctor's office yesterday because <clears throat> it was time um, for me to do you know, that physical. And um, they're still requiring mask. And there was a sign on the wall that said, behind the mask is a smile. And I thought that was really, you know, a yeah. good thing because we don't know what's going on behind somebody's mask. No, we don't. But often you can see when someone's genuinely, genuinely smiling, you can see it in their eyes as well, if you uh-huh. pay attention. Uh-huh. And so, uh, so now that masks aren't required everywhere and we can actually see people and, and, and see their smiles and, and their kindness. And, um, so I think that's, that's, that's one that's so easy uh-huh. and, you know, driving down the street of your neighborhood and waving at your neighbors. You may not know them, but it, you're acknowledging them. And, you know, we like, we like to be acknowledged. We like to know that people see we exist. <laughs> right, right. You know, that, that you are visible. Right. And one of the fun things here in, I live in Dunedin, Florida. So here in Dunedin, we have, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, we have the chandeliers of Dunedin, Lucy. Mm-hmm. And there, you'll, you may see them scattered around, but there's, I've forgotten the name of the street, but there's one street that has just, almost every house on the street has a lighted chandelier outside. So it's really a lot of fun. So it brings, it brings uh, you know, a lot of joy. And it's just a fun way of, so I don't have a chandelier, but I have a, a bush out, a big hawthorn bush in my planter out front. And so I keep lights of some variety, twinkle lights on it all year long. Oh, okay. So I, and to me, it's a way of just showing a little kindness to my neighbors as they walk in the evening. And so now I had, I had the green and white lights on for St. Patrick's day 
yesterday, I dug out my pink lights that I had on for pink and white for Valentine's. And so I added those to the green lights. So now I have my Easter spring lights out. <laughs> and I was changing the lights one day and one of the neighbors walked by and said, you know, Christmas is over. This was in February. And I said, these are Valentine lights. It's like, even if Christmas is over and I want to keep my holiday lights up all year long, it's my, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And my neighbor across the street said to me, stopped me, is, and she said, are you going to leave your lights up? And I said, well, before I could even finish my sentence, she said, I so enjoy them. Mm, mm. She sees them. Sure, sure. And it brings her joy. Sure. So, you know, that little act of kindness that I didn't realize how much, how much it meant to her. Exactly, exactly. But I, and I'm glad she shared that. Right, right. So oh. it's, you know, the fun little things like that. There's also, well, the, the simple act of letting people go in front of you and whatever line you're standing in or in traffic and things like that, especially, you know. I always let people in. Um, and if somebody has like maybe four or five items, I let them go in front of me because I've always got, I mean, I don't have a full cart, but I've always got, you know, 20 or maybe 30 items in my cart. And uh, so there's no point in them waiting. Exactly. Exactly. And I was, I was somewhere the other day and someone, I only had a few items and someone did the same for me. And it was, um, and they didn't have that many themselves. <laughs> and I said, are you sure? She said, I said, okay, thank you. And, and, so it's those simple things. And honestly, unless there's an extreme emergency in your, when you're driving, there's no reason not to let someone in, uh -huh, uh -huh. in my opinion. <laughs> well, I, no I, I, yeah, I tend to agree. I know that on Highway 19, there's a number of places where the right lane ends. And I see people all the time that know that but they go right down to the end of it, hoping to cut in and not stay, you know, back further. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you've seen that too. And I, and I think some individuals probably go, huh, I, I'm not going to do that because I know what you're doing. So you're going to wait like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think one of the things, one of my fun ways of, of an act of kindness is taking the time at least, um, and I don't, this is a note to myself, I need to do this again, put it on my calendar to do, uh, is to send, you know, just random cards or a little note mm -hmm. Thank to you, a Diane. friend, to your family members, calling your family members. Mm -hmm. And um, as we were chatting before we got on the show and and the fact that my sister died last year somewhat unexpectedly and, you know, having those conversations because you never know you with don't. any of us. No, you don't. Accident I have habit to call my brother every Sunday at the same time. And, you know, he knows that he can count on me to, to make that phone call. And right. he's been on disability for a long time and I can't see him very often, but um, he knows that I'm always thinking about him and that I do connect with him on a once a week basis. And that's so important because, um, and I have a 98 year old aunt who is in Tennessee and hoping to get up 
to see her sometime maybe this summer. And um, so because <clears throat> we haven't been able to see her and because of COVID and, and such, but <clears throat> my sister and I were planning to go in October. Uh -huh. And then that, of course that didn't happen, but, um, but then yeah. again, so I stay in more, more, more close contact with my cousin now than I have in years. So, because I'm just also checking in with him about how Aunt Jane is doing. She's doing. <laughs> exactly. Well, 98, I mean, she's, as they used to say on borrowed time, but that's awesome that she's still alive and, and still doing obviously pretty well. She is doing pretty well. She's living by herself, but she does have some help come in now just, just this year. Really? Because she has, she has a good role model. My, her, her mother, my grandmother lived to be 109 and pretty healthy. So wow. okay. <laughs> she does, she does. Yeah. She must be doing something right. And she's got good genes. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so, but I think it's those, those acts of kindness that they do us well, just to know, check in and know that our friends are doing well, our family are, are doing well. But when you get the random card in the mail mm -hmm. from somebody that just says, was thinking of you, right? Tell you, <clears throat> tell you how important you are in my life. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, so, so I think people could do a better job with that. <laughs> Uh, and they have to kind of take the time and put it on like literally probably a calendar as a reminder because we get busy with our lives and we're very egocentric most of the time. So we only think about, you know, what's going on in our personal life as opposed to what's going on out there in everyone's life that we right. know. And so, yeah, good friends, relatives, um, picking up the phone is the easiest sending a text if they you know can receive text uh getting a card in the mail i mean all of those make you feel special yeah exactly and you feel good when you do it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i think that that's fun <clears throat> one of the other things i think is is a, certainly an act of kindness is sharing with your neighbors for instance in my travels to and from um tallahassee to you know do some work with my brother-in-law they, he had blood orange trees, lemon trees, next door neighbor had orange trees. So every trip I brought home tons of fruit, <laughs> gave some to my children. And one of my neighbors across, uh, across the street had, had sent me a text one day while I was out of town said, your garage door, somebody was at your house and left the garage door open. Do you want me to close it? So I knew who it was and I just texted them and said, close it, go back and close the door. So when I came in, I, I took some fruit, some oranges tanger and tangerines and lemons and over across to her and said, you know, thanks so much for, you know, letting me know. And um, so, and while I was there, the guy that lives next door to her came in and he'd been to the Saturday market and he said, offered her to split big loaf of sourdough bread and she said no I don't think so I'd rather have he was offering her a couple of things so anyway he gave me the sourdough bread <laughs> so I ended up giving him some oranges too and well you know, it's a mutual trade it was a little fun thing but you yeah. know and and I took some oranges on down to other neighbors and and so it's just because we had had more than plenty more than plenty and you know it's we forget sometimes and even if 
even if you don't know your neighbors that well and you have something something like that mm -hmm. like just leaving a little bag and with a note say hope you enjoy and you don't even have to put your name on there exactly exactly i think that's um i, I think it's a lovely way to do and kindness can spread you oh, know yeah. certainly the other spreads but it would be nice if we could spread kindness and joy and happiness along the way. Right, right. Um, and I think one of the other ways I think was fun. <clears throat> I was in a, um, it was a marketing group for a couple of years. And it, one of our, our focus was prosperity in October. And so our challenge was to go get 31 dollar bills, one dollar bills. And when you were out and about, just tuck one away somewhere. Like if you're in, in one of the stores, stick it in a mug. So whoever finds it gets the little dollar reward. There, you know, you, whether it's every day, but you know, that's a fun little challenge to delight someone's day. Mm -hmm. No, that is. I was thinking Abraham Hicks talked about in, in one of the books that was written, you know, by Esther. Um, but it was him speaking through Esther. And he said the importance of understanding wealth and, you know, that whole concept of, of giving would be to carry a hundred dollar bill with you. Because many times we go, I would like to buy this, or I would like to buy this, but you know, you don't have the money with you, or you don't want to put it on a credit card. And the concept was, I could, I could buy this if I wanted to. And most of the time, you're never going to do it. But yeah. it gives you the power of saying I could, if I wanted to, when you have the money with you. So if you're passing along kindness, you know, like with dollar bills, you know, you're, you're able to do it. It's not just a, a concept in your mind anymore, but you've actually got the $31 with you. And so you can pull that dollar out and stick it someplace where somebody else can find it. And it's a little like an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was pretty interesting. Uh, I was uh, doing in some of the work I do in career transition, sometimes working with people who've been laid off. And I was working in a particular office building where it was easier for me to meet people. And so they had this dry, this silk flower arrangement or whatever kind of flower arrangement, uh, very simple in the ladies room. Well, I found a place to tuck one of those dollars in there. Oh. Not truly big, easily visible. And so um, I finally, you know, six months later, I was, you know, I was back and forth and noticed that it was still there. And then one day I walked in and it wasn't there. So I was oh. glad somebody finally found it. <laughs> that, that's, that's a really fun idea. I like that. Yeah. Uh, didn't they have, um, I don't know how many years ago now, but I don't think it was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but it was a show like that where you would have somebody that, would pretend to be somebody that they weren't and they would listen to coworkers <clears throat> and then they would reward their efforts. I can't remember. I can't remember that. What it, I, I don't know. I can't remember that. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't remember exactly. It's been a while. I mean, yeah. 
Um, the feel good shows don't last very long and the ones that are more violent do. <laughs> and I don't watch those. So I'm realizing there's very little on television anymore that I even like. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to watch um, home renovations and cooking shows. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, and there's some good ones like Netflix and PBS. I mean, I don't know whether you've ever seen Call the Midwife. It's an mm -hmm. excellent series. Uh, Anne with an E was wonderful. I've watched it several times. Exactly. Um, the All Creatures Great and Small. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are places that you can watch a pretty decent yeah. television show, but you have to look. Yes, for sure. For sure. And I think any of the streaming channels, actually, most, not, I'm sure there's some that just have all it, what I consider icky shows. <laughs> But for the most part, I think all of them have at least one or two good shows. So, um, and in being able to um, to take, you know, one of the things about kindness is not only, um, you know, sharing things with your neighbors, it's that occasional random of pulling the garbage can up after, you know, when it's, gar it's trash day and you know, they're, they're busy. I've done that for my next door neighbor a few times. She's done that for me. And, um, and because sometimes months it's out there till, you know, mid afternoon or even late afternoon. And because I'm busy doing other things and working with clients. And so I'll, I can hear the rumble coming up the driveway. I think. Right. So I always think her. And, and so it's just, those are little, little nice things to do. Um, for our neighbors. And, and I think that we tend to live in a society, society that even in neighborhoods like this, we all don't know. We don't know who lives around us. Right. There, there was, um, I think I actually saw this maybe as a post on LinkedIn or maybe on Facebook, um, but it was about a, like a UPS driver that was delivering a package to an elderly lady and she had come out uh, to get it from him. And there was snow all over the deck, maybe like four or five inches. And you could see, you know, she kind of shuffled out to get it. So he handed her the package, but he came back later that day and shoveled a path for her down her steps and everything so that she wouldn't, you know, hurt herself if she had to come out again. So I thought, you know, that was above and beyond the call of duty there. That's certainly an act of kindness. And yes, I've, I've seen some of those as well. And, um, you know, the policeman who is patrolling through the neighborhood and gets out and plays basketball with the kids or soccer or whatever it is, or, you know, brings a bottle of bubbles and things like that, that, you know, when they take the time mm -hmm. to get to know the neighborhoods that they are are in. And some of these drivers have been like the UPS and FedEx drivers. Um, they've been on the same route for so many years and they know what their customer, what their, the people where they're delivering. Many times they, they know what their habits are. Yeah. Because yeah. of the deliveries. And so, um, and noticing when, when things may not, you know, like an elderly person and they may not be able to get out very often and, and notice that maybe, you know, stuff is, 
you know, newspapers or other types of papers are building up outside the door. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, they may be ill rather than. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Che- checking in on older neighbors or in situations where you simply haven't seen activity for a while. Um, I had heard not too long ago about an individual whose dog was inside, but the individual had actually hurt themselves um, and they were laying in the garage. I mean, they'd hit their head and they ended up dying. And so the body wasn't discovered for a number of days. And the only reason that they knew for sure was because the dog kept howling, you know, and it didn't stop. So I guess after a while, they decided to call the police and to break in. And they found that, you know, this individual had died. So, I mean, just that awareness of who's around you. And if you haven't seen them for a while, check in. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, So are we keeping on going here with lots more kindness? Yeah, we're going to take a quick pause uh, to have a word from our sponsors, but we'll be right back and uh, stay tuned. Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure? Experiencing weight gain? Having problems with your immune system? Getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever, and it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer Products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. Check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer products. While you're there, check out our podcast, blogs, and videos and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code LUCY at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer products. Welcome back to the Synergy Connection show where I have as my guest today, Margaret Martin, and we're talking about kindness and the need to show that in our neighborhoods and in our businesses. And I think just in life in general, you know, when you got an opportunity to be kind, then do so. Um, So back to you, Margaret, what other kinds of things, you know, do you think are important for us to understand about this whole concept of being kind? Well, as as we've been talking about, you know, the, some of the tips and, and suggestions that I've come up with, and I'm sure your listeners have other ideas as well, but hopefully we've given them a few ideas. Um, speaking of tips, maybe it's that giving extra tips or a, a larger tip than usual, uh-huh. and especially our servers are under a lot of stress these days, and, and um, you know, just people in general. So helping them out with a few extra dollars or lots of extra dollars, depending on how your generosity is feeling that day. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important. And um, the importance of when we're thinking about giving of our dollars and even our time, that's a kindness as well. Our volunteers. Absolutely. Sometimes the time I think is more important than the money because if you have extra money, I mean, it, you're going to miss it a little bit, but time is something that you can't buy. And for somebody who's elderly, a shut-in, a visit, um, a visit to a nursing home, now that we can go back, um, a visit to maybe a children's hospital, 
you know, to brighten a child's day, um, going to a school and becoming a mentor to kids and, you know, a reading to children. I'm, when I was in a program called Kid Connection, which um, I was a psychotherapist for the school at the time, and um, we at lunchtime, because the lunch hour ran for about an hour and 20 minutes, something like that, when you got all the grades, you know, through, filtered through. So during that period of time, there would be volunteers from the community that would come and read to children who were at risk. They, they you know, were from homes where there was violence or there was alcohol or drugs. And so they set up this mentoring program, but the way they did it was allowing the child to sit with somebody uh, that would be a good mentor, talk to them and read a story to them. So, I mean, those are things we can't buy. No. And there's another, there's a, it's relatively new to me program here in, in our area. And I think there are others around the country. So for your listeners, um, they might check this out in case there's um, an, an organization near them that helps the children who age out of foster care. Uh-huh. It's the one locally is called Ready for Life. <clears throat> and I've just become an, involved with them and I'm not exactly sure how. You know, they do have people that are mentors. I'm not a mentor at this time. Um, but they have people who um, you know, at this point I'm on the advisory uh, council or advisory committee. And so I think it is just an awesome way to help these young people who've been in and out of foster care, mm-hmm. not in any kind of regular home and help them. Uh, I've, I've, they also do a ready for jobs um, workshop. So I've done some things on there on interviewing or things like that and helping them as they prepare for their job search or the different things. So they have some really good, strong programs going on, but it's little things like that or going to a fundraiser or volunteering for one of their fundraisers or whatever it is that, you know, it's like, um, you know, because most organizations, when they're putting on an event, whether it's a golf tournament or a whatever, they always need volunteers. (laughs) They always do. So, and, you know, you can go and you can meet new people and, and help out and have a little fun. So uh, depending on what it is, you know, you can find something in your, in your neighborhood that you can to give back is certainly an act of kindness is giving your time. Mm-hmm. So um, also, I think one of the things that I would encourage people to do, I try to do it. I don't, I don't get overreactive about a lot of things. But if I, one of the things, if I get really upset for whatever reason, I've learned to take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. A couple of three deep breaths, focusing in on my heart because that gets me, I think we've talked about the stress relief before on the, on the program, the heart focused breathing helps you get out of your head where all the frustration and anger and everything else. So when you're feeling those frustrations that, tend to get angry at somebody for whatever it is that they've just done to you in traffic (laughs) or wherever. If instead of reacting, if we could take that pause, I think that's a huge kindness to ourselves Mm -hmm. as well as to others. And it may not sound like a kindness, 
but I truly think it is. Right, right. No, I mean, I, um, it's part of self-care. And so, you know, when we're being kind to our personal bodies and our minds, um, you know, at going to college, going, taking, if you're a senior, you can audit classes. And, and that is a kindness that you're giving to your intellect and yeah. saying, you know, we can still learn, we can still grow as people, just because we're done with our formal education doesn't mean we have to stop growing or right. thinking. And so it is, it's a kindness that you're reflecting back to yourself, how you eat, yeah. Uh, are you sleeping properly? You know, do you need to change some of your mindsets in order to be kinder to yourself? Are you heaping criticism on yourself on a, a regular basis? So it, it works as a two-way street. We yeah. have to be kind to ourselves in order to really have the energy to be kind yes, to that, others. That's exactly what's on next on my list is being and spending these last few minutes or last part of our talk time together is talking about how to be kind to ourselves mm -hmm. because remember self-care taking care of yourself should be number one on your list mm -hmm. let me let me rephrase that could be and needs to be because i don't want to use the word should <laughs> <laughs> right right well yeah. remember when I, I i mentioned this on an earlier show but um one of the gals that used to be on my show she has taken time out to write an additional book, but she communicates with angels. And one of the things that she said on a very early show was that angels want us to be happy and joyful. And so, you know, with that in mind, um, it's really hard to feel that joy if we haven't, you know, filled ourselves with joy first. So we have to do that and be happy within in order to have it come out and share with others. Yeah, exactly. And so a couple of things that I have written down and you've, you've talked about um, is certainly the, the mindset and getting rid of the negative chatter. I have a little handbook that can help you with that. We'll talk mm -hmm. about that at the end. Uh -huh. But in the meantime, um, certainly mindset. It's, it's looking at your daily habits and how they might, how, how you're being kind to yourself or you're not being kind to yourself. Are you getting enough of the movement in, whatever that looks like, whether it's walking, whether it's dancing to the music, whether, what, whatever it is that can get you movement and also a little stretching because that's always important, especially as we're aging. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, that's, that's part of my, uh, my daily is definitely stretching in the morning and getting some movement in. But one of my favorite things to do when I can is take that afternoon nap. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the kindest things I think to do. Mm -hmm. If you're so inspired, some people say, no, I can't, I can't take a nap. I won't sleep at night. I learned to take power naps back when I was in college in early career mm -hmm. and it has it has kept me going on days when you know laying down for 20 minutes maybe napping for 10 you know for me just rejuvenates me sometimes I don't sleep sometimes I just lay down and rest mm -hmm. I've done that um where I just my body is saying stop mm -hmm. you know stop being so busy 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 
and just and so that might be a time that you could listen to um, a meditation. You know, exactly. that, uh, I don't know whether you know who Muji is, but uh, he has some wonderful, um, you know, meditational uh, YouTube videos. And so if you find a couple of videos that you like, and so then you lay down, not with the objective of necessarily sleeping, but with the objective of pausing. Exactly. And a few minutes for yourself to rejuvenate, as you said. And I think that's definitely one of the kindest things we can do to ourselves because um, often we, we don't treat ourselves as we would treat others. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. And mothers in particular, although I'm sure dads do it too, but I think moms, you know, for historically, you know, are raising the children, cooking the meals, doing the laundry, cleaning the house, maybe working full time, um, running errands, you know, they, their lives are so packed full. And there's a fair amount of resentment that I've heard from families, you know, where dad goes to work, comes home and sits on the couch <laughs> and channel surfs while mom is still busy doing everything. So yeah. um, it is a matter of being kind to one another, being aware. Exactly you know, of each other's needs. Exactly. And I will say, I'm, I'm happy to see in, especially in my youngest son's um, household, his wife travels some, she's in sales. So she's on the road, uh, not every week, but, you know, so he is, they have two children. So he, um, he takes care of them, you know, gets them off to school, picks them up and, and dinner and bedtime and all of that. So, and it was interesting a few years ago, they were moving. She, I think she was pregnant. No, the baby was born. The baby had been born in September, I think, whatever. Anyway, so the eldest one was born. He was in grad school and they moved and hosted Christmas all in the same time. It's like, wow. I said, see what you can do when you really put your mind to it and yeah. organize yourself. Yeah. Now that's a busy, busy time. Yeah. So, um, so, but, you know, it's taking that time and, and being supportive of each other, I think, and respectful. I think that's very key. But back to taking time for ourselves. I know some people love bubble baths. I'm not necessarily one that loves a bubble bath, but I think if that floats your boat, go do it more often. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or and music. maybe put on that one of the YouTube videos or music exactly. and, and being right. able to um, to just spend some time relaxing and um, doing that. Treating yourself to uh, a lot of women and men. Men need to do this as well. Is enjoy a good manicure and pedicure. Mm -hmm. A massage. A massage was also on my list. And I, you know, some people... Um, I think for me, reading is always fun and part of self-care, but I have to, I have to look because I read some every day, but when I read the fun books, I really have to have sort of the, the calendar cleared because I get involved in a book and I won't, I won't put it down until, <laughs> <laughs> until, you know, it's like, oh man, I'm sleepy and I can't, you know, so I can't do it during the work day when I have early appointments. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right. And, but some people like listening to their books and, and, and podcasts and things like that. So I think those are, again, that's the learning piece that you were talking about. And I think that 
that is important part of being kind to ourselves is it's is being active in a way that makes you feel good whether that's physically active as well as being involved in your community <clears throat> and or um learning taking there's so much free education out there right there's yeah. so many free courses mm -hmm. that you can take that just you know help you grow mm -hmm. and it always disappoints me when I hear people say that they never, they never, they don't grow. They don't listen. They don't read. They don't do anything. Well, some and, people are just into routines. And quite honestly, I see this with a lot of retirement individuals is when they had work to do, you know, they were organized and they were off to their job. They came home uh, you know, they had their routine of dinner, maybe there was a favorite television show, and then it was bedtime, and then they started it all over again. And their weekends were crammed with maybe sports, or, you know, socializing, but they stay in those routines. Mm -hmm. so unless you're willing to break the routine with retirement and not be looking backwards at everything that you've done in life, but looking forward to what else am I going to do with my life? Exactly. And, and that's, um, I think that's so important. And, and as we said, those habits, um, taking a look, reflecting and uh, seeing, seeing what's working, what's not working. Mm -hmm. And just because we've done it every day doesn't mean we necessarily need to. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I always think of uh, Colonel Sanders. I mean, he didn't start Kentucky Fried Chicken until he was, you know, I think in his retirement days, um, certainly Grandma Moses. I mean, there's a lot of people that have contributed uh, artistically, musically, well past retirement. Oh, and yeah. so it's a decision that we make as to what do we have to offer uh, the community, which may be a kindness because it's art or music or writing. Right. Um, and what does the community maybe have to offer us that we can participate in? Exactly. And, and I think when I was talking with someone whose um, father had retired and does nothing, sit on the sofa and watch TV all day long. Oh, wow. Well, I can't sit that long to begin with. I have a hard time just sitting still. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Margaret, it has been a pleasure again to have you on the show. Let people know how they can contact you in case they want to talk oh. to you about uh, maybe doing something with either themselves personally or their organization. Thank you, um, Lucy. Um, you can reach me at uh, info at margaretmartin.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook at um, margaretmartin.speakercoach and on LinkedIn. And that uh, just look, well, there's probably a thousand Margaret Martins on LinkedIn. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I have the URL, LinkedIn, uh, IN slash uh, Margaret Martin. And also, I would love it if you would consider purchasing either one of my books. I have two books. One is The Chatter That Matters, Your Words Are Your Power. And uh, it, it's definitely got some good kindness things for you in there and how you can help each other out. 
And my other book is uh, Your Chatter Matters, A Journal of Gratitude. And uh, we've talked before about gratitude and um, uh, it's a book in which I've been writing gratitudes every night for almost 25 years. So a few years ago, decided to publish my own. And so <laughs> it's basically a book with blank pages and a few thought, thoughts, uh, thoughtful sayings through, scattered throughout. Mm -hmm. But you can find those on my website as well as at Amazon. And so um, would love for, you know, if you want the, you know, the author signed, uh, hand signed book, you know, order it off my website, make a note. And when you pay through PayPal that you'd like it signed. I always, when somebody orders it directly from me, I always sign it anyway. But if they right. want a special dedication for somebody else or something, you can put that note in there as well. But, um, but basically, um, it's been a joy, uh, Lucy, to be here with you again. And and, and talking about one of my very, very favorite subjects. And it's, I think I post it on social media at least once a month, if not every other week. <laughs> well, kindness, yeah. kindness can change the world. Right, right. And I believe that. I truly believe that is that if we just take a couple of seconds every day, and it doesn't have to be much more than that, to make somebody feel better about themselves or give a hug, give a smile, tuck a dollar bill, like you said, into a hidden place and let somebody discover it. So thank you again for being on the show. And everyone out there, um, please share this show with your friends, your neighbors, and maybe we can spread a little kindness in the world. Thanks again, Margaret. Thank you, Lucy. Talk to everybody soon. Stay tuned for the next show. Bye-bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.